the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, so let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well.
is such a great way to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. Having defeated the Amorites, Israel was now in possession of a great part of Canaan. Joshua's next task was to divide the land fairly among all the people. With the reports of the surveyors beside him, and with a group of elders to advise him, Joshua began to distribute the land by lot. And the great day came when the family of Ahab and Sharon, with their two children, Shebna and Nahum, received their portion of the land. Full of excitement, the family set out one morning to take a look. It must be just over that next hill. See, there's the brook they told us to look for, and there are those big trees. And there's a stone wall. Oh, the country's just beautiful. We'll have plenty of water. I'm going to run ahead. May I, Mother? Me too. Oh, all right, children. <laughs> We should be able to see it any moment now. Oh, Ahab, I, I think I'm going to cry. No, Sharon. <laughs> hurry, Father! Hurry, Mother! Hurry! Hurry! We're coming. Well, here we are at last. Our own land. Home. A place to call home. Oh, kneel down, children, and let's thank God that he's brought us safely here despite great dangers. And that, that Father came through so many battles without harm. And let us remember the many brave men who died in battle helping Israel regain Canaan, particularly Uncle Nebat. Well, what's the matter, children? Don't you like our new land? It's, it's fine, only it's full of stones. There's such big stones all over the place. I thought... Children. You thought what, Nahum? Well... I thought it would be all green and full of trees and grapes and... and... there isn't any house. You said we live in a real house. I'm ashamed of you children. After God Just a us... moment, Sharon. So you children thought we would just be able to walk into a ready-made farm with a house and all the crops planted and animals in the stalls and dinner on the table? I... I guess so, Father. <laughs> well, I suppose some families did just that. But this is what we were given. This is the land God wants us to have. We'll make the finest farm in all Canaan out of this piece of ground. I'm going to help you, Father. Me too? <laughs> That's better. At least we don't have to kill giants like Caleb did. All we have to do is carry away stones. What giants, Father? The sons of Anak. Who are they? Well, that's quite a story. You see... Old Caleb was one of the 12 men Moses sent to spy out the land of Canaan 45 years ago. Wasn't Joshua one of them, too? Yes, he was. But just imagine, Caleb's now 85 years old, and when it became his turn to receive land, he asked Joshua for Mount Hebron, where the giants, the sons of Anak, still lived. You see, Moses had promised him that land, and he felt strong enough, even in his old age, to go and drive the giants out. <laughs> You think you'd rather fight with giants than clear our land of stones? I'll carry stones, Father. Well, let's get started. 
Eventually, all the land was divided among the children of Israel. Everyone received a share. Everyone except Joshua, who waited to the last. And he asked for the city of Timnasira on Mount Ephraim. And Israel gave it to Joshua, and he rebuilt it and lived there in peace. So Israel made an end of dividing the country, and the land rested from war. Many years later, when Joshua was old and stricken in age, he called Israel together and addressed them, saying, Ye have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto the Canaanites because of you, for the Lord your God is he that hath fought for you. Be ye therefore very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that ye turn not aside therefrom to the right hand or to the left. But if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. God forbid that we should forsake the Lord. Ye are witnesses against yourselves that ye have chosen the Lord to serve him. Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that they would serve the Lord all the days of their lives. And it came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnasira, which is in Mount Ephraim. So ended a long and important chapter in the story of the people of Israel. How far they had come from bondage in Egypt, through great hardships in the wilderness, to regain the land of their ancestors, which the Lord had promised them. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at one 800 Six three four zero two three four. That's one eight hundred six three four zero two three four. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses went down to Egypt land to let God 
Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Hold you open for me. Moses took a stick and he threw it down. Cause Pharaoh wants a magic show. It turned to a snake and it crawled around. But the Pharaoh still told him no, no, no. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, you open for me. Moses went down to the river Nile and put a stick into the river a while. Now blood would flow where the water used to go, but the Pharaoh still told him no, no, no. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? So God sent frogs and bugs and boils and hail from out of the sky. But the Pharaoh says, no, you still can't go. So the firstborn children had to die. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? Moses led his people out of slavery and marched right through the sea. The Pharaoh sent his army right after the slaves, but his army ended up under the waves. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? Oh, won't you open for me? Have you ever seen so many cereal boxes before? There are a bunch of them. Some with pictures of animals, some with bowls of fruit and milk, and some with cartoon characters. How are we supposed to pick one for our camping trip? Is there one with a picture of a tent on it? <laughs> Let's see. What did the nurse tell us last week in school? She said if a snake bites you, don't suck out the poison? No, before that. She said that we should only buy food that has a very short list of ingredients on the package. And she said don't buy cereal that's loaded with sugar. Okay, we know that ingredients are listed in order. The first item that's in here is the most. So here's a cool box. Let's see, first item, sugar. This one too, sugar right at the top. And this one, and this one. She said watch out for words like evaporated cane juice or corn syrup or even natural sweetener. They're just different words for sugar. Hey, this one says that sugar is number three. Nope, why? Read what comes next. There are a bunch of words I can't pronounce. The nurse said that if we can't pronounce it, our stomachs probably can't digest it. Try again. Okay, here's a cereal that has just one thing in the ingredients list. 100% whole wheat. That's all? That's all. Then that's it. Dump a little honey, fresh fruit and soy milk on there, and we're eating healthy. You sound like a commercial. God. 
God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. face. In Milan, Italy, there's a wonderful painting done in the crimson and purple and gold that a master hand understood. Time has softened the freshness of it all, but the vigor is there and the loveliness and the beauty, and thousands come every year to stand reverently before it. It is a picture of that last supper at which the master, Jesus, was the gracious host just before he was crucified. He is standing there before the twelve to whom he is entrusting his work, and he has just told them that it is time for him to go away, yet a little while, and they will see him no more. And then, in that voice which was as deep and vibrant as the temple bells that were rung on holy days in Jerusalem, he added that there was one among them who would betray him. There is wonder on the faces of the men around him. Not I, Lord. Oh, surely not I. Master, thou knowest I would die for thee. I would never betray thee. As you gaze at the picture, it appears to come to life, and then you can almost hear the voices entreating the Son of God to believe them. Strong and fair and true and brave, the eyes of John, the beloved disciple, meet yours. Oh, surely not that one, you find your heart saying. But as you journey from face to face, suddenly you stop at a crafty, evil, leering, hardened visage. This man, this man could do it, you say. You have found Judas. When Leonardo da Vinci painted the picture, he searched for the types of men who best represented the twelve disciples. One by one he found them, until only Judas was left. He went into the alleys of crime and vice, and every time he saw a hardened face, he watched closely, hoping he had found his man. Years passed by, and still the picture waited for a model. 
And then one night, when the sinister shadows gathered in an alleyway, he came upon a face whose cunning and dissipation suited the type he wanted. He took the man to his studio, engaged him to pose, and started to paint. As he worked, he noticed that the man's eyes kept roaming to the high, fine face of John, the beloved disciple. That is a very beautiful face, the artist said. The strength and manhood that are revealed must have been worthy of the beloved disciple himself. Deep in the clouded eyes of the man who had been selected to represent Judas, the most hated of all men, a bitter struggle was going on. You don't remember me, do you? At last he inquired of Leonardo da Vinci. Why, no, I don't. I believe I never saw you before, the artist replied thoughtfully. Oh, yes, you have. It was several years ago, and you hired me to sit for you while you painted that face, and the stranger pointed to the face of John standing next to the master himself. Ah, if I could only go back a few years and undo all the life I've lived since then. But he couldn't undo the years of sin he'd lived, and it showed out now in every feature as da Vinci, with heavy heart, began to put his terrible likeness into the picture. Jesus, too, is painting pictures in your life and mine, and if we'll let him, his own likeness will shine out of every face. The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Live Talk Radio at livetalk.net.